So it's been a while, episode number 11, Things My Wife Sends Me. We've been trying to adjust the mic and getting back to using it again. It really took you like three months to adjust the mic. It took me three months wow. to adjust the mic. No, what, what, what have we been doing? I don't know. Freaking out? I guess so. Trying to move to Canada? Not sure, but maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Yeah. And you're knitting? I am knitting. Okay. Sounds about right. That works. It's very de-stressing. Yeah. Are you stressed right now? No, I'm not stressed right now, but I don't know. It just takes the stress off if it arises. If it arises. Yeah. Okay. Should I've we... almost become numb to it. To the election? To the stress of it. I mean, I don't know. I'm like at this point where I can't deal with listening to Trump talk and I don't really hear anything that Hillary's saying is new, so I just kind of keep it off. Yeah. So we talk about some news stories then? Yes. And I made sure not to include any Trump ones. Okay, thank you. So there's thank nothing election-wise. Good. Yeah. Don't need to be stressed out. Right. Well, we, we voted anyway, so... I know. Well, we, we did, but some people still haven't. They haven't voted yet? Yes. I mean, they, I don't know. What were they saying? 37% have already voted know. or something like that? I don't know. I think Hillary was mentioning that. I don't know. It's... Anyway, I, I thought we weren't going to talk about this. All right. So let's talk instead about Ukraine. Ukraine? What's happening in Ukraine? A man renamed himself... Oh, I remember this article. Yes. He renamed himself iPhone Sim. Uh-huh. Yes. So that he could win something. So he can win an iPhone 7. So weird. Because in iPhone 7, the word, or I should say number well, 7. It? it was like a contest or something that if you had the name, then you would win. Right. If you had the name of iPhone 7... You would win. Right, so he legally changed his name. He legally he didn't legally change his name to iPhone 7, but he changed it to iPhone Sim. Hmm. So his last name is S-I-M now. So weird. And his first name is iPhone. Uh. Yeah. So an iPhone costs around $850 in Ukraine. And the name change cost him $2. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cheap compared to what it costs here to change your name. Yeah, isn't it like over 50? It's, it's much more than 50 because, I mean, number one, like if you're doing it for a marriage license and you're paying for a marriage license, fine, but if you're actually changing your name the way he did through the courts, then you're paying much more than that. Right. Uh, and then Sim's friend, which is funny, the article now refers to him as Sim because <laughs> his last name now being Sim, right. said his family was shocked at first but eventually supported the idea. So weird. Yeah. His sister said that it was difficult to accept and hard to believe that it was true. <laughs> yeah. So, somehow that happened. I, the problem, I just wouldn't want to like live with that for a while after. And what happens if we, he gets the thing and finds out it's terrible? Right. Well, the other bad thing is he has to now change his bank account. Right. It's going to affect who he marries. Right. So now it's going to be Mr. and Mrs. Sim. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think he said he was considering changing it back if he gets married or something. Really? I thought that's what it said. Yeah, at $2, I think it's got to be really You could change easy. your name like 10 times, but I feel like that would be a security issue too. If you're if you're the type of person who's always getting into trouble and you just change your name every month. Yeah. I mean, I don't know exactly how it works. But congratulations to the new Mr. Sim mm -hmm. on his phone. Mm -hmm. That's a heavy discount. That is. <laughs> Let's move on to more retailer news. The retailers have lost and they are dropping Thanksgiving hours in mid a backlash. I think that's very exciting, actually. Woohoo! No, seriously. I know. It's just not right to make somebody go to work, you know, when everybody around them is celebrating or doing whatever they're doing. Brian Rich is actually responsible for this mm -hmm. because he has waged a five-year battle to protest any retailers that open on Thanksgiving. Good for him. For example, Toys R Us decided to open on Thanksgiving of 2011. Rich then started a Facebook page to oppose it. And he called his boycott, Boycott Black Thursday. Mm-hmm. And he only received 47 likes during that year. Right. Right. His page now has 145,000 likes. And now the image of I'm not sh shopping on Thanksgiving Day is being shared over 65,000 times in the last 72 hours. I think we're also in a climate now that's much more thinking about workers' rights. Right. I, I have I mean, to find... In a lot of cases, these things can can have multiple perspectives. I really think working on Thanksgiving or any of these holidays is ridiculous. I actually didn't even realize that there was an image that you could post on Facebook that says, I'm not shopping on Thanksgiving Day. Mm -hmm. I should find that and put it on my Facebook page. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Because that feels like something that should be shared. Right. Yeah. Especially since we're now in that month. I know. It's so strange. And and I plan on staying home. I'm not going to purchase... Even if we need something, I'm not purchasing just everything. Just purchase it ahead of time. Right. I'm, I refuse... I'm going to pretend the stores are actually closed. Right. So... Well, I think we usually pretty much do. We do. There, there was, was... There was one year... Right. Right. There was one year where we... I don't know if we ended up in trouble or whatever it was and... We went, we, we did buy groceries, but we were kind of like frustrated that that store was open anyway. Right. It we, just seemed like really not right to their employees. We did buy kosher deli of turkey. Right. Uh, I think we didn't have our act together that Because our act was not together and we realized afterwards, it, I felt guilty at least. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it's not the kind of thing that we were really doing out of choice. We kind of ended up in a lock, but. Right. Yeah. It's not something we support. But I'm happy to mention Mall of America is going to shut down its operations, allowing its tenants to close on that day. That's good. That's incredible. So it's closing 72 malls on Thanksgiving that were open last year to allow employees, retailers, shoppers to spend the Thanksgiving holiday with their families. It's about time. Thank God. Especially the way things are these days. 
After evaluating feedback from mall employees and retail partners, as well as input from shoppers, we determined that this was the best decision for our properties. Wait a second. So if we go to all of the mall surveys and post that, essentially, they listen? I don't know. Makes me want to start opening up all the mall surveys and saying... Please do not open on Thanksgiving Day. We will I mean, not shop and boycott malls, your mall. The malls are not the actual retailers, though. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, as much as they are interested in profit, they're probably not as concerned about as the actual stores. Yep. Office Depot and Radio Shack were open last year, but have decided to close for the holiday this year. Hooray! Yay! Yeah. Staples is going to remain dark for the second year in a row. Mm-hmm. However, Walmart, Best Buy, and Target won't close on Thanksgiving anytime soon. But there is a movement on the impact. So uh, Rich is actually encouraging everyone to boycott Walmart, Best Buy, and Target. The other question is whether these places that are, are open are going to um, take care of their employees in any way, shape, or form. Of course not. Yeah, you would hope, though. Right. So... It's, it's interesting. Yeah. And stores like Costco, REI, Barnes & Noble, and Bed Bath & Beyond will remain closed. So now, it's going to be even easier to stick with that decision to boycott Walmart, Best Buy, and Target. Uh-huh. So knowing this, I didn't even... Bless you. What? No, knowing this... Because we've, we've gone to tar- Target a lot when we've been in a pinch. Uh-huh. Maybe we should stop going to Target. <laughs> Or Target, as they say. Well, we don't go there unless we absolutely have to. I know, but <laughs> still, sometimes it's a choice between... Yeah, it's true, but I mean, what they do the rest of the year versus what they do on Thanksgiving are two different stories. Not... No, Avram, listen, they're not going to, like, weigh, you know, ha- what's happening the rest of the year against what's happening on Thanksgiving. When they're making these decisions, they're asking themselves what's actually happening on Thanksgiving. No, but they're saying some of these supporters aren't just refusing to shop on Thanksgiving. They're actually boycotting the stores that are open on the holiday for the rest of that shopping season. And that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that I don't know how much that has any impact on the decision making. Well, one woman said that... Uh, she made it through May of last year before she was forced to go to Walmart again because of her own personal boycott. Mm-hmm. So? That's revenue that Walmart lost. Right, but in the grand scheme of things, do you think Walmart really cares? Of course not, but they have been getting hit left and right by consumers that do care. Right, and you know, they care. should. But it's, I, I don't know, it's just not happening, or? I don't know, I just, I... I guess maybe it's the cynical side of myself has come to feel like an individual making such a stand just doesn't get paid attention to by big groups. I mean, if I see it happening in our own community, then, you know, and that's a small community, then on such a big scale, I just feel like it's not, you know... Useful. Right. Maybe that's just me, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. really... I I guess so, when you think about it that way. Yeah, I'm sorry to be so cynical. I I do think that if anybody feels like boycotting these places, they should, and they have every right to. I guess that's just my personal standpoint. No, I give them credit, but even when it comes to Target, I'm going to think twice. 
Yeah, I always think twice. Before going to the Target. I always think twice. I always prefer to go to the little guys. It's just sometimes you end up in an area where there aren't any little guys. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. If there were little guys, I'd go there. But they're not. Right, because Target ate their lunch. It's annoying. Let's go to our next story. Florida parents are planning to arm themselves while going trick-or-treating over clown concerns. I feel like I heard that was happening in other places as well. And besides Florida? I think. Oh, God. Yeah, Pete. Or maybe it was like in polling places or something. Yeah, no. it's, (laughs) It's a case where literally, because of creepy clowns, they plan on carrying a gun while taking their son around Palm Bay. So sad. Yep. Two men were arrested for allegedly threatening people while dressed as clowns. Mm. Yep. So people are going to be carrying while (laughs) trick-or-treating due to fear of clowns, which is causing a lot of problems in the real clown industry. Right. Yeah. Where some people were afraid of clowns, now... It's getting to the point where everyone's afraid of clowns. Because mm. in some schools, districts ban the costume entirely. You cannot dress up as a clown. It's crazy. Period. And, yeah. So maybe just need to adapt their costumes? I guess so. But can you imagine... You are a professional clown. You do kids' birthday parties. Yeah, I'd find that to be very frustrating. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you have these clowns that show up that are trying to lure children into the woods. I know. Mm. I I don't know. I guess nothing more on that subject. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on lighter news, they might have solved the mystery surrounding Amelia Earhart. Well, they say that every, like, year. I know. Slow news day? I don't know. It's interesting stuff. I mean, I'm fascinated by it every time it comes up. Well, scientists think they found a new discovery that shows a striking similarity between the pilot and a partial skeleton of a castaway. Right. Which was found on an island in the country of, oh, I don't want to pronounce this, Kiribati, I guess, in 1940. Uh-huh. Yes. And they're saying an historic photo is providing the vital clue that's needed. But... Yeah. All right, you have to give more detail because they matched. They tried to match up the bone structure, right? Right. They were saying there's only so much they can do because you know it's not like they have her there to you know to check. Because they're saying that the other problem is is that doctors think that they're male, which rules out the possibility of belonging to Earhart. However. When the files were rediscovered in 1998, scientists said modern techniques had proven that the bones were consistent with a female of her height and ethnic origin based upon looking at the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, more recently, an anthropologist was preparing an update evaluation but noticed a strange detail that the skeleton's forearms were considerably larger than 
an average person. So I guess that was an important detail. Because they tried to match it up. Right. So then they found an image of Earhart where her bare arms were visible. And then they calculated the ratio between the bones in her lower arm and her upper arm. So they estimate that it's probably her. But it doesn't conclusively prove that it is Amelia well, Earhart. They can't. But it's a start. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just another one of those. We found Amelia Earhart. But you know what? Maybe that just allows them to continue selling Amelia Earhart costumes. Right. Because you tend to see a lot of those also. No, I've never seen those. Oh, you haven't? Nope. People trying to pretend that they're Amelia Earhart? Nope. No? Nope. Okay, never mind. I don't know what planet you're from. I'm, I'm from the planet <laughs> Avram. I know. Anyway, Bob Dylan, he won an award. Yes, he did. And it took forever for him to actually acknowledge it. No, that's fine. That's how artists are. Right. He finally has acknowledged it, though. Mm-hmm. And he said he's speechless. It took him two weeks, though, to even make that announcement. Good for him. So he just kept silent for two weeks. I probably would have done the same. Right. Uh, he also mentioned he appreciates the honor. He contacted the Swedish Academy himself and said he would actually accept the prize. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the funny part is... They said that Dylan is not obliged to attend the actual prize ceremony, but he is required to deliver a lecture or perform a song. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me wonder if they just picked him because they wanted to hear him sing. I don't know. Yeah. A lot of people, of course, are upset about this because he didn't actually write anything. What do you mean? Well, he's a singer. Yeah, but he wrote his poetry. Right. Well, that's the big discussion that's taking place. Yeah. And Dylan is going to receive a $927,740 prize. That's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. Uh, and best part about it is that it isn't even his real name, Bob Dylan. It's Robert Allen Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. Yep, born in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say about that one. You apparently don't either. I, what am I supposed to say? I, I don't know. Good for him. Good for him. All right. So, let's get at least one ballot question thing in here. Okay. Why, why not, right? That's fine. Right? Uh, Boston has a ballot question that's been attached to the ballot that nobody seems to be aware of called Question 5. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even in the voter book. Right. 
it was just very haphazard, which made us feel very suspicious, to be honest, because we've been seeing a lot of other things happening that are have been handled similarly. Uh, we And we actually did the early voting. What's interesting about questions one through four, at least in Massachusetts and in Boston, they gave you a summary of what a yes means and what a no means. Right, like it was very detailed and easy to follow. There was absolutely no summary whatsoever about question five. It was just, here it is. Right. Yes or no. It was kind of tacked on at the end. Right. So you didn't really know what you were voting for or against. Right. Unless you sat there and really read it. And even then, we saw people that were in line were <laughs> taking these, I don't know, what. how do you want to call them, pamphlets? Yeah. With the ballot question on there and reading it for the first time. Even other people that were in line that we were talking to, they had no idea what question five had because no one's talking about it. I haven't well, even they seen talked it. Well, they talked about it on NPR. They did? Yeah, I think a, a bit, but yeah, I was listening to it. Yeah? But it's just, it's still hard to, to really interpret. I don't know, it's just so vague because they were talking about like preserving historical things and all this stuff around here, but... Like, you know, they already have money set aside for that, and to some ex- they're doing it to some extent. To some extent, they're just not doing it. So what's the point of throwing more money out for these things when, you know, we see them tearing down historical buildings right now and putting, right. putting up things that are going to attract wealthy people and, you know, Yet drive us all out of here. Supposedly they claim through an organization called the CPA that, oh, yeah, money's going to be used for historical needs as well but right but we keep seeing this handled irresponsibly right it all depends upon who's actually on the team because there are a lot of cases right now where they say they're going to preserve history and then they don't right we keep seeing this it's really depressing honestly to, to see your environment changing like that yeah yeah well might as well end with something fun and light okay so, I'm not going to say the word Trump. I'm not going to say the word Clinton. But let's just say that there's an interactive game that's available for men at bars that is taking place. Yeah. We're mm. essentially you use a urinal and you can determine if you dislike a person based upon where you're waiting. Yes. I think that's the best way of explaining that one. Yeah, well, there have been some other articles out there that are kind of along those lines. Yeah. It's the gamification. Yeah. Trying to bring some color to this whole thing. Color. That's, that's a great <laughs> one. And, and this isn't the first of the games. They have actually have other games that are available through Captive Media's Patent and Technology. Just what makes this quite different is that it's a polling booth that they've set up with the urinal and the longer that you are at the polling booth the more votes you can provide to a certain candidate i mean do men get some kind of you know entertainment from this i i guess so i mean i would just want to just get in and out of the bathroom as fast as possible okay I don't think there's a reason to go into 
to play like that. Plus, I could see men cheating by bringing out squirt guns and using that. You really think they would do that? It's at a bar. Okay. Why not, right? You know these things better than I do. <laughs> yeah, of course. But, yeah. I think that that was a great way of ending today's well, episode. we didn't talk about the duck. The duck? The duck. What duck? The duck who got a new beak. Oh, yeah. It was like, really cool. Well, that was that was from a few weeks ago. No, not that long ago. I, okay. It was a duck that somebody found that its beak was torn off or something, and they 3D printed a new beak. That's pretty awesome. And the duck was able to live a normal life. Yay, duck. I just thought that was really interesting as far as the use of 3D technolo- 3D printing technology. 3D technology being used for actual good. Yes. That's amazing. And the duck was very happy. <laughs> We've noticed a lot of different birds and animal creatures lately. Yes. Well, I mean... Well, this was an article I sent to you. I'm looking right now. Okay. I'm trying to see if I can find the duck article. Okay. As I said, okay, I oh I just found it. Oh no. Um, no, I found I I mean I found a really funny one. That's that's an old one. Oh okay, here we go. It's right with it. Well, no, it, it's right next to the culinary union building a wall of taco trucks outside of Trump's Las Vegas yeah. hotel. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Taco trucks lining up so no one can get in to his casino. Speaking of which, something to research. Hate to bring up the election, but we were uh. just no, we were just listening to the news and they were talking about like that Melania did illegal modeling in the United States for a little while. Oh right. I mean that I can't attest to that one way or the other, but it's probably worth looking up if you haven't because you know that's very um, what's the word? Weird. Weird, ironic, considering his stance on these things. Yeah. Exactly. Just, a, you know, it's just something. Yeah, I'm looking at this special 3D printed duck beak now. Oh my god. This what? is crazy. Never mind. I didn't find your thing. Okay. But instead I found a therapy <coughs> duck is owner's lifeline after a terrible accident ah, that took place. I sent that to you too. Yes. That was fun. Yes, because the duck is registered, it's actually allowed to board an aircraft. Right. Yep. And he's even wearing his Captain America underpants. Right. Yes. Yeah, that was a cute story. Right. It's like having a four-year-old human in diapers for 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. The duck's name is Daniel. Uh-huh. And it likes to look at the clouds. That's great. While in the sky. That's great. Yep. He also enjoys macaroni and cheese. He eats it? Yeah. I guess so. It says when he's quite... He's into something he ought not to be into. He loves macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. So, he's a duck. Yay. Yep. Daniel, the emotional support duck. <laughs> good for him, as long as he's having a good time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and apparently the duck is very ticklish. 
That's great. Yes. Does he laugh or something? I don't know. But people like to tickle him. Uh-huh. I love that the airport <coughs> has to allow the duck on board. Yeah, I think that's awesome. It's, I mean, you can't go better than that. Yeah. I'm having trouble finding your 3D print story, but... That might have been the day, one of the days the internet was bad. Oh, so I never got that. It yeah, the be. DDoS attack. It could be. Right. Well, so with that, hopefully this ends up being the beginning of a whole new season of episodes. Because I know yeah. I've gotten a lot of feedback saying, where have you guys been? I know. Yeah. You work on that. I know. Oh, no. Yeah, because last time I remember we had a lot of people that actually watched our show. Uh-huh. I don't even... I don't even know where to begin of finding out where our stats are. Just checking right now. Wow, we haven't used this in a long time. Well, it's been a really crazy few months. <laughs> yeah, so we are now at three viewers. Yay! We have a lot of work ahead of us. I know we do. All right, so tell your friends, family, etc. that I guess we're back. I guess. Are we going to do more? I hope so. Okay. I mean, you kind of need to to make that happen. All right, we're going to make it happen then. So remember... It's like I can push you as much as I want to, but if you don't set up the microphone, it's not going to... Exactly. Anyway. May I? Yes, you may. So remember, always listen to your wife. Yes. We'll see you hopefully next time. Yep. Bye.